Blog Talk Radio.
to Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time it is when you join us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We just want to thank the Lord for his goodness, We want to thank him for his presence. We want to thank him for his ministry to the saints. Amen. We live in trying times, but nonetheless, our God is with us, and he is working victories. He's working miracles, and he's bringing forth victories. Amen. And so I pray that you hold to God's unchanging hand because the miracles have just begun. Amen. We don't have an age of miracles. We have a God of miracles. And as long as he's God, there will be miracles. Amen? So we want to thank the Lord for the many miracles that he's done in this ministry and in your lives. And we want to thank him for the victories that he's bringing, not only to us, but to citizens all over the world. Amen? Amen. We just want to thank the Lord for what he's doing. You see, Saint, sometimes in prayer, it takes a little bit more to press in. Sometimes in prayer, you have to be persistent. You have to just stick with it. Sometimes in prayer, you need more patience than maybe you you executed before. But when you do, God comes through with the breakthrough. God comes through with the breakthrough. And seasoned intercessors know that when the difficulty hits, that's the time to bear down on the situation because that's the turning point. Hallelujah. That's the turning point in it. You learn that by experience. That's when the turning point is coming. That's not the time to back up or withdraw or crawl back into your shell. That's the time to press the battle. Amen? So, we fully expect all of our global prayer warriors to do just that, to get serious with God and press the battle, because lies depend on what we do. They are lies that are dependent on how we React and how we respond to what the Lord has taught us, trained us to do, and equipped us to do. Amen? We have to press in now. It's wartime. It's not playtime anymore. So we have to be serious-minded about the things of God, and we have to press on to the victory in Jesus' name. Amen? That's what we must do. And so as the body of Christ and as Miracle Internet Church and Miracle Outreach Ministries, that's what we're doing. 
We're not slowing down and we're not stopping. We're pressing on to victory in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. You know, there are all kinds of people in the world. There are people who will try something and say, okay, that kind of works. And they'll try something else until they run into some difficulty. And they say, well, I tried it, but it just didn't work out. Well, that's not the way we do it here. That's not the way we do it in the body of Christ. God has laid it out plainly in the word of God, what he wants, what he expects, and what he has equipped us to do. And we are to follow his instructions and go on to victory because victory in Jesus Christ is certain. It's not a maybe, it's a definite. Amen? So we don't back up, we don't give up. When it gets difficult and hard, we press in. And we press in to victory in Jesus' name. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We hope that you will join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page turns, click Guest, and then sign in with your name and greet the saints, and the saints will greet you. If you're on an iPhone or an Android phone, a cellular device, you may do the same. You may uh, access your browser and go to MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the top, you'll see three white Dashes against a black background Click the dashes That's the link And it will open up all the other links to you And then you may follow those instructions Amen Praise the Lord So we thank you for joining us We want to thank you for joining the Lord in this And we want to thank you For not giving up when it gets tough It's time for the tough to get going Amen Amen And that's what we do in Jesus Christ so, blessings to you all in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. You know, there are all kinds of victories, saints. There's victories that are we consider to be really big, and there's some that are not quite as um, exciting, but they're victories nonetheless. And we celebrate all of them. Yes, we do. We celebrate all of our victories in Jesus. Amen? This week I had the opportunity to do something I've never done before. And with the help of the Lord and with the help of uh, the body of Christ, I was able to be successful, and I want to thank the Lord for that. Amen? Amen. There's first times for everything, and there's victories in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And I know many of you have victories, you have breakthroughs, you have progressions, you have miracles, and we can't wait to hear about them. So we would like for you to enter them into the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. 
Yes, we would like for you to enter them there because we want to hear them. It's encouragement to the saints. It's strengthening to the saints, and it will be a blessing to you. It will help you to maintain your victory and to overcome. Also, when you enter your prayer request, don't forget to put the scriptures in. Amen? Praise the Lord. Some of you are kind of forgetting to put the scriptures in with your prayer request. And I go up there to look, and I'm like, well, which scriptures, Lord, are they standing on? So don't forget to put your scriptures in with your prayer request so that we will know and we can come into agreement with you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is great and greatly to be praised. So I think I've said most of what I'm supposed to say. If I forgot something, the Holy Spirit will remind me. I want to go ahead and tell you now before I get started praying that our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 40, Psalm 4-0. And our verses for meditation come from the full of Matthew. Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37. Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37. And our featured ebook is Double-Minded Man, un Spiritually unstable. Amen? Amen. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for your answers and adjudications with regard to our request. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that made it all possible. We want to thank you for his sacrifice on Calvary. We want to thank you for the redemption of our souls. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your warring linking angels, for your praising angels, for your ministering spirits, and for your very presence in our midst whenever we come together. We want to thank you for the word that you have for us tonight, Lord. It pertaineth to us. And we hear you, Lord, with our heart. We hear you with our ears. We hear you, Lord. And we are choosing to respond to your request. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We repent, Lord, of any sin that we have committed, whether we are aware of it now or we need to be made aware by your spirit. We ask for your forgiveness and for your cleansing, and we want to thank you that the blood is available to wash our sins away. We thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers, and that you answer our prayers, Lord. Sometimes we have need of patience, that after we have done the will of God, we might receive the promise. So we want to thank you, Lord, for reminding us when we get tired, not to be weary in well-doing, but to continue on, because we shall reap in due season if we don't faint and quit, if we don't give up. 
So we want to thank you, Lord. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the love. Amen. Thank you for the love. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the victory does belong to Jesus. The victory belongs to Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, that the battle is the Lord. The battle is the Lord. We want to thank you. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise for your mighty works and your wonderful and marvelous acts in the earth. We want to thank you. We want to thank you, for they are many and not few. Oh, hallelujah. The battle is truly the Lord's. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in the name of Jesus. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind every form of godliness that denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. We return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, trolls, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their psychic abilities and their attacks in Jesus' name, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind your attacks. In Jesus' name. We bind all unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils, their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, and seducers and charmers and their attacks. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Mm-hmm. All targeted radio frequency attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, EMF attacks, satellite attacks. But we return this attack right now in the name of Jesus. We return this attack right to where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything coming through the computers, through the cellular devices, off the satellite, 
and from the cell towers. We return the attacks to the senders right this moment in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all audio signals and audio waves that attack people's neurological system. We bind all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, and binding directed energy microwave weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We return all of these attacks to the sender. We give you praise for it, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, 5G, and all of its components. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, Korean, Indonesian, Palestinian, Australian, Indigenous persons, Hindu, Native persons, North American, South American, Latin American, and Caribbean, black and white magic, all from all over the globe, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind you. We bind we bind all more Jellin's attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them in their shifted form in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for it, Father. Lorakisa, we bind the dominion of sin in our cultures and all impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all the Mandela effect. We bind all radiation attacks in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return to sender in Jesus' holy name. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own web. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no right. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, 
manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, attract, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generation of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger and we bind the carnal mind in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every work, right. Mark, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils, attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, Reincarnation, reincarnation, hauntings, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, all of his wickedness. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all demonic human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, and every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony, and all artifacts in the name of Jesus. We bind the work of the Demolay and all other associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their pagan gods in Jesus' holy name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own head. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. 
We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. We bind all the demons that come through Wi-Fi in Jesus' holy name. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians who are being persecuted. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord, for salvation. We cut ourselves free from any spirit that followed us all week long, any spirit that was transferred to us or sent to us. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send you back where you came from in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord, that you cover our vehicles with the blood of Jesus Christ and the road that we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals, demons of the road, so that they don't cross our path. We thank you for your angels being dispatched ahead of us to protect us and to keep us safe. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask, Father, for your angels to protect us and our property as we sleep through the night and day, and we praise you for the fiery wall of protection that we have. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, and we return it to the sender in Jesus' name. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every vex, hex, curse, all love spells, charms, fetishes, any spell, psychic prayers and thoughts, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchment, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic prayers, psychic warfare, incantations, ungodly blessings, chantings, root works, and tribal rituals and sin. We take authority, dominion, and power. We bind spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of fear, and we spirits of hate. And we release courage over the people of God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise, Lord. We give you the praise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
We take authority, dominion, and power over flies in the name of Jesus. Amen. We send them back where they came from in Jesus' holy name. Well, saints, the attack is on. In case you haven't noticed, the attack is on. Yes, it is. It's on. It's full on. And we're just, it's just warming up real good. Amen? Worldly leaders are often pushy and domineering. And we have seen many recent examples of this. From the actions of President Biden, and other world leaders in the pandemic to the actions of Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau and the bankers against the Freedom Convoy, which protested pandemic vaccine mandate. So we've seen this pushy, domineering, roll-all-over-everybody behavior, and it has begun to affect the rest of us. For those who do not know, in the latter case, the truckers were protesting new federal regulations requiring truckers which were crossing into Canada from the United States to be vaccinated against the coronavirus. In order to break the protesters' influence, insurance companies were required to revoke insurance coverage on any vehicles that were used in blockade. Banks joined in by freezing the demonstrators' personal accounts, not only freezing their accounts, but blocking them from receiving monies and other benefits. In the U.S. and other nations, Governments roughly treated their citizens, forced lockdowns, demanded that vaccinations be taken or else. Hmm. This aggressive, hostile confrontation resulted worldwide. They were all over the world. Now, in some places, you're blocked from getting information about what's going on on the other side of the pond, as we call it. If you happen to have an outlet for a long time, years before the pandemic broke loose, there were demonstrations of people in the street, and there weren't just one or two or a small group of people. No, these were large demonstrations of citizens and nations protesting the way that the government treated them. There were large demonstrations, not small, large. So this has been going on for a very long time. It's just that some of us have not been made aware because you're still using mainstream media, and they're not going to tell you anything. 
In fact, I can remember when Katrina hit that we found out from European sources as that information had been blocked out in the American market. We first found out from European sources. So you see, they try to keep you from knowing what other countries, what the people in other countries are doing. They don't want you to know the truth. Amen? It's just that way. Government attack the very citizens whom they were sworn to serve. They're sworn to serve and protect these people, but these are the very people whom they chose to attack. So, power grabbing, engaging in hostile action without reasonable cause, unprovoked offensiveness, attacks, invasions, and such, militantly menacing, such as we witness against Project Veritas. And now it has trickled down to personal affront. Demonstrators outside of the Supreme Court building are physically attacking demonstrators from the opposing side. We have seen this before, but now that evil spirit has moved throughout the citizenry. We have witnessed over the past eight decades evil aggressiveness that has tempted even the most meek and mild. It is characterized by unprovoked offensiveness, attacks, invasion, harassment, unfair treatment, militant forceful forward action, even sometimes imprisonment. Look at what has happened to Julian Assange and others, Snowden and others, that were whistleblowers. The idea was to keep their mouths shut. But once they broke through, they've been attacked unrelenting. They've been attacked. And my personal opinion is that the meaning and the reasoning for uh, trying to bring Julian Assange to the U.S. is so he can be murdered. That's my personal opinion. They figure it's easier over here, I guess. So, saints, it's on the increase. It's on the increase. It's on the increase. They're determined to have a one-world government, one-world religion, one-world economy. It's on the increase. Well, it stirs up within person who are compacted with frustrations that are aimed at hostile outcomes. Its fuel is pride, conceit, self-assertiveness, 
combative readiness, fears. Don't let it take hold of you, saints. Don't allow it to take hold of you. Yes, we live in a pushy, run over anybody, doggy dog world. Yes, that's where we live. But don't allow that spirit to come inside of you. Do not allow that spirit to come inside of you. Yes, outside, many are militant and pursuing particular goals. Yes, they are aggressive in a disposition to clearly dominate and quite often in disregard of others' rights. Yes, they are energetically vicious in pursuit of their own ends. Yes, lying, blasphemy, speech control, false accusations with threatening are used against us daily. But we are to maintain the spirit of Christ in us. Yes, we are to maintain the spirit of Christ in us. We are no longer in the world, nor of the world. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 19 John chapter 15, verse 19, tells us, If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Don't be surprised when the hate is up in your face. Don't be shocked tells us clearly that we will be hated and despised just as Jesus was and still is. We will be hated and despised just as Jesus was and still is. Many deceivers are entered into the world. Don't be taken by them. They're deceivers in every quarter, in every place, people you would hardly suspect. But don't be taken in by them, saints. The spirit of truth lives in you. You have an unction from the Holy One, and you know things. Amen? 
Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And First John, pastor's going to First John. First John. Amen. First John, thank you, Lord. Chapter two. And I'm going to begin at verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the desires of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Not of the Father, but is of the world. Amen? Not of the Father, but of the world. Our minds are not to become polluted and corrupted by the world's ideas, infightings, lust for power, nor any of the things in the world. Our minds are not to become polluted and corrupted by the world. And we have something to do with that. That's right. We can reject the ideas of the world. We can bind the ideas of the world in the name of Jesus. We can cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We can bind every thought in Jesus' name. Amen? We can bind every thought in Jesus' name. The word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. We don't have to receive the world's garbage. We're not garbage cans. Amen? Amen. First John chapter 2, I'm going to start at verse 15 this time. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So saints, we have been called out from among them to be a people who are separated, separated. You know, like you separate an egg yolk from the white, from the clear part, separated. We're supposed to be separated and remain separated. To our God, from the world, to our God. 
the world's viewpoint is no longer our place of agreement. The world's viewpoint is no longer our place of agreement. We are the people who have won the fight against Satan's wiles and chose to receive the Lord Jesus as our Savior and Lord. We won that fight. It's an important victory. It's an extremely important victory. We can't go back to loving all that the world offers. You will either love God or you will love the world. There is no middle ground. Amen. There is no middle ground. It's one or the other. The world has its craze for sex. The world buys everything that they find appealing. The world lives on the pride that comes from wealth and importance. But this is not the inheritance of the saints from our God. You see, our inheritance is a holy inheritance. It's a holy inheritance. It's not corrupted, and it's not defiled by sin. This kind of power-grabbing, as they call it, and aggressive hostile takeovers that we have witnessed in recent years are not Anchored in Christ They're not anchored in Christ Jesus Christ told us In the Gospel of John Chapter 18 Verse 36 The Gospel of John Chapter 18 Verse 36 Jesus answered My kingdom is not of this world. Kingdom were of this world. Then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Amen. So the Lord Jesus is telling us that his kingdom is not of this world. Yes, yes, we speak out. Yes, we witness of Jesus. But we are not a part of the world's agenda. We are not a part of the world's agenda. And we don't manage conflict the way that the world does. We do not manage conflicts the way 
that the world does. We belong to Jesus Christ, and we represent his kingdom. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. It's not about how we feel. It's about Jesus. It's not about what we want. It's about Jesus and his kingdom. We are ambassadors for Christ. That's who we are. You see, we're just traveling through on our way back home. Amen? We are just traveling through on our way back home. So we need to keep this in mind. You see, an ambassador is a high-ranking diplomatic representative appointed by one country or government to represent it in another. We are special representatives of Jesus Christ. And so we need to keep that in mind when we have dealings with those that are in the world. We need to keep that in mind when we are dealing with those who are in the world. Yes, we should. In Philippians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, The scriptures tell us about a certain man that we're going to talk about in a minute. Certain man. He was in the world at one time. And when he was in the world, he was very zealous in his religion. And in his religion, he found opportunity to persecute those whom he did not agree with religiously. It says concerning zeal, he persecuted the church. He persecuted the church. According to his own righteousness, he was inside the law and blameless. But later on, the things that he thought were so important, he counted them as lost for Christ. You see, this person had a transformation. This person was on the wrong side of the fence one day, 
And then later on, they moved from one side to the other. So you say, what do you mean about that? Well, the Apostle Paul is the example that we're talking about. He's a good example of the process of transformation that the Lord desires for each of us. Somewhere in your life, you're on the wrong side of the fence about something. It could be a small thing, but you're on the wrong side of the fence about the matter. And as you continue to follow on to know the Lord and follow with the transformation that he desires, you come to see that you're in the wrong place. And then you come to the right place. That's what happened to uh, the Apostle Paul. He was once Saul the Pharisee. Saul the Pharisee, he hated Christians. He hated them. He didn't dislike them. They didn't just get on his nerves. He hated them. Mm-hmm. He was self-righteous, judgmental, and wanting to destroy Christians. That was his mission. He held the clothing of those who stoned Stephen. He persecuted the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he did. But once he had a personal encounter with Jesus Christ, he was changed forever. He was changed forever. It is my prayer that many who oppose us now on many issues will have similar experiences as did Saul the Pharisee on the road to Damascus. In Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, beginning with verse 1, Acts chapter 9, beginning with verse 1, and yet, Saul, breathing out threatening and slaughter, you know, like animals gone to the slaughter, breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him Letters to Damascus to the synagogue. So why is he interested in going to Damascus and to their synagogues? For what purpose? That if he found any of this way, any of the disciples of the Lord, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. That means he was going to arrest them. 
He was going to arrest them and capture them, just like you do an animal, and drag them back to Jerusalem so that they could be tried and then executed and tortured and made to recant their faith in Jesus Christ. This is who Saul of Tarsus was. This is who Saul the Pharisee was. We've got some of those people that are out protesting now in front of the Supreme Court building. They hate us. They don't mind telling us that they hate us. They say all manner of evil against us. You know there are people in this world who will show up at a church doing a church service, will go inside with a weapon, an armed weapon, with ammunition, and shoot and kill anybody they can kill. There are those persons. Even in the Carolinas, such took place. A state congressman was murdered. Church members were murdered. Their blood was all over the church at the Bible study. There are those persons that hate us. And we should not pretend that we don't remember it, that we don't know it, that it never happened. No, this is still going on. Not too long ago in a certain state, black churches were burned down by an arsonist. Why? Well, he's got problems, and he needs Jesus. And now they're just beginning to get those churches rebuilt. This wasn't that long ago. This kind of activity has been going on forever, and it's still going on. We can't just dust our little hands off and go along with our little everyday lives as if nothing has ever happened. That would be an untruth. We can't live in a make-believe world. We have to live in a world of reality. Reality in Christ and reality in the natural world. We can't put our hands in the sand, and just say, oh, let it all go away. No. Jesus never did that. That's not his example to us, and we can't do it either. Amen? So, verse 3, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. Damascus, yes, the same city in Syria, same one. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Praise the Lord for the light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? You see, when the Christians 
the disciples of the Lord were being persecuted, Jesus took it personally, still does today. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Those who are hostile to us now, even to the point of violence and burning down our churches and canceling us and banning us and picketing to be able to kill babies and exterminate lives that God Almighty has sent into the earth will one day surrender their souls to Jesus Christ and repent of their sin and wicked ways. Let me say that again. Those who are hostile to us now, even to the point of violence, murder, burning down our churches, bombing our churches, canceling us, banning us, picketing us, so to be able to kill babies and exterminate lives that God Almighty has sent into the earth will one day surrender their souls to Jesus Christ and repent of their sin and wicked ways. We are free to express the truth in Christ. But do not engage in verbal fisticuffs. We are free to express the truth in Christ, but do not engage in verbal fisticuffs. Be gentle when you speak, for they are filled with sharpness and bitterness and are militant for an ungodly cause. Yes, we are assertive and bold in Christ in the expression of our righteous position, but we do not give in to the temptation to open doors of strife, anger, and hostility. Shouting has its place, but not to be aggressive. We don't use tactics solely to anger others. We challenge for the sake of truth, but 
We are not brash. We challenge for the sake of truth, but we are not brash. We are clothed in humility. We are clothed in humility. Jesus himself is our peace. He's our peace. He keeps us calm under fire. He keeps us calm under fire. We must be patient with them. And as we speak, allow them to hear the voice of the Lord. We must be patient with them, and as we speak, allow them to hear the voice of the Lord. Proverbs 25, verse 11. Proverbs 25, verse 11. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. A word fitly spoken, right word, right spirit, right timing. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold. In pictures of silver, a beautiful thing. Not too much. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. That's where they are. They're ignorant of God's righteousness. So they're going to have their own brand. Why? Because they've not submitted themselves unto God's righteousness. They've not won the war and the battle that you won to surrender your soul to Jesus Christ and to receive him as your Lord and Savior. They haven't gotten there. And they think that you're the enemy. They have not figured out yet that the enemy lives within them. They are deceived and they are blind. And they allow the blind to lead them. Hallelujah. You see? And yes. They know that they are right, 
so then, to them, it is not possible for you to be right. They just know that they know that they know that they know that they are right. (coughs) So, in their mind, it is literally impossible for you to be right. Get ready for this. You may well be viewed as backward, ignorant, foolish, unintelligent, not well-spoken. But let Jesus shine through you. Allow Jesus Christ himself to shine through you. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 27. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 27. An unjust man is an abomination to the just. Unjust man is an abomination to the just. And he that is upright in the way is abomination to the wicked. Hmm. That's what the Lord said. They consider us to be an abomination to them the way it is. They'll call you brainwashed. Brainwashed? Well, perhaps washed in the water of the word of God. But they'll tell you that you've been brainwashed. Second Corinthians 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 1. Praise the name of the Lord. Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. What a difference from the one who was spewing out threatenings and arresting people and dragging them back to Jerusalem so they could be tormented until they renounced their faith in Jesus. What a difference a day on the road to Damascus makes. What a difference. Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us, as if we walked according to the flesh. People will misunderstand you, 
They will judge you. They will lie about you. They will betray you. They don't mind delving into their vast stores of wickedness against you. Because in their minds, you're the enemy. However, though we walk in the flesh as humans, we do not war after the flesh. We don't act like them. We have a different set of standards. We don't do it that way. We are knowledgeable without being nasty. You know, they like to use their knowledge to make you feel small, to make you feel like you're a nobody. That's what they're trying to do. You don't know, you just, you know, all you know about is that old book, you know, the Bible, that old book, and uh, it's antiquated anyway. You don't know anything. You'll get some of the worst attacks by your own family. They're expert at at hurting your feelings. They've been practicing it for a long time. Amen? They've been practicing it for a very long time. And I'm going to encourage you not to be hurt. Brush that off and keep on going for Jesus. Set off, keep on going for Jesus. Don't waste time being hurt and crushed because people that you love reject you because you have received Jesus Christ. Keep moving. There's a lot more to do. Don't waste time crying over spilled milk. You see, they may be bitter, but we are sweetness. We are sweetness. We don't operate in selfish ambition or an exaggerated opinion of ourselves, no matter what they do. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, beginning with verse 4, the Bible says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. God is kind even to people that are unthankful. He is. And we have to be that way as well. The Bible says he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. That's what the Bible says, that our God is kind unto the unthankful, the ungrateful, the unappreciative, 
and to the evil. God's kind to evil people, wicked people. God's love is different from what we would have it to be, some of us. Not only does it suffer long, it suffers long and it is kind while it's suffering. It doesn't envy. It doesn't see something that somebody else has and wants it for self and doesn't want them to have it. It doesn't do that. It doesn't boast about itself. It's not all puffed up. It doesn't go around taunting this and this and this and on and on. And, oh, and I, and I, and, and, and then I, and then I, and I just, and uh, it doesn't do that. It does not behave itself unseemly. Unseemly? Yes. Unseemly. It does not behave itself unseemly. Well, what do you mean by that, Pastor? It means it doesn't do inappropriate behaviors or actions or any such thing. It, it's not out of order. It conforms to the proper discipline of the moment. That's right. It's not unseemly. It doesn't jump up in the middle of a church service and attempt to shout the pastor down. Doesn't do that. It doesn't throw overripe tomatoes at somebody that's standing there explaining why they are opposed to a certain opinion or viewpoint. It doesn't do that. I know some people are shocked at what I just said, but it's the truth. You see, you still, even though they are evil and wicked, you still have to love your neighbor as you love yourself. The Bible still says that when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. That's the way Jesus sees it. The Bible tells us to pray for those who persecute us. We must do it. God's love in us doesn't seek its own. No, it's not about us. It's about Jesus and his kingdom. Is not easily provoked. Doesn't have a hot temper. Doesn't have a fast mouth. Doesn't have too much to say. No evil. 
It's not sitting up there full of evil surmising, suspicious of everybody and everything. Amen. It's real. So, it is not glad about injustice. God's love in us is not pleased with injustice. It can't walk past a situation, know that it's wrong, and do absolutely positively nothing about it. Out of apathy and indifference. That's not the love of God. It may be that all that you can do is pray about it, doing something about it. But rejoices whenever truth wins out. The love of God rejoices whenever truth wins out. I want to encourage you tonight To let truth win Let truth win When God prompts you Say what he tells you to say But don't get in the way Let truth win the battle Allow truth to win the battle You see, the battle really is the Lord. Allow his truth to march on the battlefield and win the battle. Amen? You do your part. You do what God asks you to do. But you let truth win the battle. Amen? Because God is looking for us to be good ambassadors in the kingdom of God. He's looking for us to be his ambassadors. And I know that we want to be good ambassadors for the Lord. I'm certain of it. Amen? Amen. So right now, we're going to pray for a minute. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you on behalf of all of those who are just like Saul of Tarsus. They were filled with their own agendas, their own ambitions, their own pride, their own sense of self-righteousness, but it was not according to the righteousness that you required. They were busy being militant for a cause, but it wasn't your cause. We lift them up to you, Lord, and we ask for you to have mercy upon them. Though they persecute us, we pray for them. We ask you, Lord, to reach their hearts. We ask you to touch them where they can be touched. 
And just as you did with Saul of Tarsus, bring them to the place where they realize that they are wrong. We may witness to them, but you know it's going to take more for some of them. Some of them are going to need personal interaction with you, Lord. And we come in agreement with you for the manner in which you choose to handle that. We want to thank you for every soul that's coming into the kingdom. We want to thank you for all the turnaround that they're coming into the kingdom. They're out there now with their little signs just picketing all over the nation, trying to continue to work for the devil. But, Lord, some of those people, you're going to turn them around. You know, the very woman who was at the center of the Roe versus Wade situation, you turned her around. She became a Christian. She got up from that place of being absolutely positively wrong. And she began to champion your call. Lord, there's some more of them out there just like her, just the way she was. She's gone home to be with you, and for that we are grateful. But, Lord, there's some more of them out there. They're hostile. They've got too much to say. They're wrong but they're going to defend their wrong to the end. We ask you to have mercy on them, Lord, and to turn their lives around. And such were some of us, but now we are washed, and now we've been made clean by the blood of the Lamb. So we ask you, Father, to remember all those potential Saul of Tarsus persons who are busy working night and day trying to defeat us and to defeat your word. Have mercy on them, Lord. Turn their lives around. Bring them into the kingdom. And let them experience the love of God is found in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for the long-suffering and the patience that you extended to us when we each of us was out in the world doing our own thing, thinking we were right, knowing that we just had to be right and everybody else just had to be wrong. We understand that, Lord. So as you extended your love and your mercy, your long-suffering, your patience, and your kindness toward us, we ask you to do so also unto them. We give you praise, Lord. And we thank you for hearing and answering our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill. Hey, Pastor, we have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get started. RT has one. 
She said, I had a nail in my tire yesterday, and my daughter took my car to local tire shop that we usually go to, and he fixed it, and he said, Happy Mother's Day. What a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. That's just awesome when you help us. That was an unexpected blessing. Praise you for that, Lord. And she goes on to say, I thank God since I've been telecommunicating, this has given me the opportunity to speak more freely to customers and talk about the Lord, encourage them. I pray that the Lord will open more doors in this area, prepare their hearts. Thank you, Lord. I I just lift this up to you and thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that. I give you praise, honor, and glory that you're opening the mouths of the people and they're starting to speak out your word. Praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. Sharon has a testimony. Someone got in my car to shoot up, and I realized what was happening. I started praying in my prayer language, even where they could hear it. Long story short, the needle ended up stopped up and mysteriously bent, and then everything thrown out the window with the person saying, I can't figure it out, that the needle was new. I replied, you don't get into a car where someone prays all the time. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. See, Sharon didn't act in fear. She acted in the spirit. And see what Jesus did for her. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Growing. We're all growing. Dana has a praise report. I went to the attorney to probate my parents' will and to discuss the business matter that had not been resolved before their transition. Not only did the attorney not charge me an hourly fee, but he also told me how to resolve all these matters so I would not incur any other attorney fees. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Praise you, Lord. DC8 has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me dominion over all the earth. I took dominion over a storm approaching my house yesterday, and as I found it, it says in Matthew eighteen eighteen, about damaging winds, hail, damaging lightning, flooding, and formational tornadoes and all death spirits and destruction, and thus we had a nice rain of my house. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Grace has a praise report. This morning, my throat started painting on the right side and no apparent reason. I then bound reinforcing retaliation spirits, and immediately the pain stopped. There are times when the Lord heals our bodies, and the enemy will send a reinforcement spirit to make you feel you didn't receive your deliverance and healing. When the Lord heals us, we must know and believe that we are healed, no matter what the enemy's tactics, how he how the enemy, what he uses. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Yes, Saint, she's exactly right. You have to submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. He always comes back and tries to aggravate you. But as long as you stand, you will. Uh, years ago, I prayed for a young man. He had a, a cold, and Jesus instantly healed him. A week or two later, I ran into him on the job again, and he had ruptured his eardrum with this loud boombox he had in his truck, the loudspeakers, and he was in terrible pain, and I prayed for him. And I said, if I leave you, when I leave you, if the devil tries to come back, you got to go sit somewhere and pray. And 
He told me next time I saw him that after I left him a couple hours later, that pain came back. And he went and sat down for a few hours, and he kept praying. He kept praying until he overcame it. I taught him about binding and loosening, about healing. And you know what? He kept fighting till he overcame that. And he told me that weekend because he worked out of town, he went home and his child was sick. His baby was sick. And he prayed for his baby for four hours because he knew Jesus would heal that child. And that Jesus healed that child. Saints, you've just got to fight through, just like the pastor was saying tonight. Don't give up. Keep fighting. And we give you praise, honor, and glory for that. Tammy has a praise report. Approximately a year ago, I prayed for a gentleman named Jay that lost his nose due to cancer. The Lord kept him on my heart for intercession. He was unable to work and was becoming extremely depressed, having thoughts of suicide. He'd almost given up. Our neighborhood had a barbecue fundraiser for him, and we were able to raise the needed money for his prosthetic nose. Miraculously, he was invited to appear on a new TLC show, Body Parts, and received a very realistic-looking prosthetic nose. There's a snippet of the show featuring on YouTube. He is happy and so grateful for all the love and support shown him. Sometimes the process takes a bit longer than we want it to, but the Lord answers our prayers in such beautiful ways. And that goes along with what Pastor was preaching today. Just keep fighting through. Just keep doing what the Lord shows you to do. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. These are wonderful praise reports. We give you all the praise. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Just a wow, Lord Jesus. Just wow. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Those are beautiful testimonies. Absolutely beautiful testimonies. And now we're going to go uh, to our guest call-ins, our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 407, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello. 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 Yes. Uh, good evening, Pastor. Good evening. Yeah. I just called for some prayer. Right now, I'm very sick. Don't know what's happening. Yep. Don't know what's happening. Well, I try binding up everything, but I still feel sick. But well, I'll what be there. symptoms are you having? Like stomach and cold. Okay. Stomach issues. Now, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about the timing of this uh, I don't feel good. Yeah, I want you to think. Just listen. Just listen. I want you to think about the timing of this attack. Okay? I want you to think about the timing. Because the uh-huh. timing is crucial to understanding what's going on. Okay. Amen? So, Heavenly Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over this attack on his body in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power 
over the attack against his body in the name of Jesus Christ. Last week, it was his transportation. This week, it's his body. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack, and every attack must go back now in Jesus' name. Deep breath and calm. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack. Every attack. We command you to go back now, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to go back now, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot continue to attack. Go back. Go back now in the name of Jesus Christ and never return again. Come out of his body. Stop affecting his body in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave him alone in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and call. Stop all that. Out. Take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and burn the rest of those spirits out in Jesus' name. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yes, well. 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 The Bible okay. says that by his stripes you have we been healed. Have been healed. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You I have been healed. Yes. As have soon as been I got, healed. As soon as I got that package from the mail, I was just sick. Uh-huh. I wonder why. Yeah, I know why. Because he ain't going to okay, stop me. Okay, I know that you know why. So now that you know why, then it's time for you to fight. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's time for you to fight. And not yeah. to be stopped by anybody or any circumstance. I went on a fast, a treaty of fast, just to let it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you you need well, hold on. You need to call on the word of God. Yeah. And you need to fight. Yep. 
You need to give yourself a good dose of First Peter two twenty four. First Peter, Peter chapter two verse twenty four. First Peter chapter two twenty four. Verse twenty four. Yes, ma'am. And you need to say it out loud to yourself continually. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. So what does that mean you say? Yeah. What are you going to say? Who his own self bear our sins in his own No, your sins. Make it personal. Oh, my sins. In his own body on a tree that we being dead no, sin. you, not we, you. Make it personal. Me, me being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes I have been healed. Thank you. And you continue to say that, and you don't yes. stop. Yes, ma'am. That's your battle cry. Make it yes, personal. Ma'am. Yeah, and I'm right. running a serious temperature too. Hot. So what are you going to do about it? I'm going to fight back. Are you going I to demand the people to leave you or not? Yes, yes. Okay, do it. I command you to go in the name of Jesus Christ, everything that is not of God, to leave now. You need to call the fever out by its name. It's called fever. Call fever out. Okay. Fever, come out of my body. Come out of my lungs. Come out of my bloodstream. Come out of everything that is of God. In Jesus' name. Okay. Deep breath and cough. Let's roll. And that's what you need to keep doing. You need to keep thanking the Lord for your divine healing, and you need to keep pressing. Yes, ma'am. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Love you all, too. Right, Mom? All right. Good night. Good night. Praise the Lord. (sighs) Area code... Three zero five, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Uh, good evening, Pastor Sabrina. Good evening. Can you hear me? I just needed yes, some I can. godly wisdom in reference to in a relationship that I've been in for the past two years that I believe that God was leading me into, and um, just through prayer and fasting 
a lot of things have been exposed. And I realized basically that she's been under warfare. And I've been trying to, like, guide her and direct her, basically, to seek God. And all these things that surround her, and it really hasn't been clicking. So I just need godly wisdom in order to uh, move forward in this relationship that I'm currently um, in right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, those that seek your faith, you show them what to do. That's what the word says. So he's come before you. Sometimes you have to get out of the way. Sometimes you have to get out of the way. And other people have to find the answer for themselves. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it, Pastor. You're welcome. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift this brother up to you. It may not have been the answer he was expecting, but it's the one you gave, and it's the right one. We ask you, Father, to help him to continue to seek you and to do exactly what you said, to get out of the way. Remove his influence. And allow that other person to find out what they need to find out their way. We thank you for your intervention, Father. We thank you for the wisdom of God, for the mind of Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that your will will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. We bind every spirit of bewitchment, every spirit of confusion, every seducing spirit, the Lord says for you to say this, nevertheless, Lord. Nevertheless, Lord. Not my will. Not my will, but thy will be done. But thine be done. Thank you. Continue. Amen. You didn't say it. But not my will, Father. But thine will be done. Nevertheless, Lord. Well, let's try it again. Nevertheless, Lord. Nevertheless, Lord. Not my will. Not my will. But thine be done. But thine be done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Father, we ask that you give him strength to stick with what he said. We give you the praise for it, Father. In your holy name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. You're welcome. God bless you. Amen. Area code 469. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. 
Oh, hello? Hello? Yes. Oh, this is Nathaniel. Um, I'm needing some deliverance for um <laughs> for um a spirit of lust. And also I've noticed that like at times I get bombarded with like sexual thoughts and like thoughts that like I can't control. Also, um uh sometimes I can't focus right and it's just like weird and stuff, yeah. Okay, when did you come Hello? to the Lord Jesus? Yes, I'm still here. I'm gone anywhere. <laughs> okay. Spending uh after twenty eighteen. Twenty no uh, yeah, I think after twenty eighteen when I went to Ghana and I came back. It was like a two year process. Okay. Say that again. It oh, was twenty eighteen like when you Okay, how did that happen? Um, well, a lot of stuff happened uh, during that time period. Um, my dad went through my phone, um, and like a lot of like confusing stuff was happening to me that made me like really humble. I was really proud. So like a lot of stuff. Um, I feel like the Lord put a lot of stuff in my life that made me like become really humble during that like two years time period. I started fasting and praying a lot. Um, yeah, that's how it happened. I guess. Oh, and now like I okay. get like thoughts that hey I should I should do this like I feel like there's like I feel like it's the Holy Spirit that's telling me to do things yeah okay all right do you believe that Jesus Christ is God yes ma'am do you believe that he died on the cross for your sins yes do you want him to be in charge of your life Yes. All right. Then repeat after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. And all the sins of my ancestors. And all the sins of my ancestors. Have you ever been in witchcraft? No, but on my uh, mother's side, I know that my grandma um, was dabbling in something. I don't know whether she was a witch or nothing or anything, but she caused um. I all I know is that she was not good. That's all I know. Okay. Have you ever been um to a cult movie? Um, yeah, I watched Harry Potter a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I repent. I repent. And turn away from. And turn away from. All of the occult witchcraft in my family background. All of the occult witchcraft in my family background. And all of the things that I participated in. And all of the things that I participated in. That was witchcraft and the occult. That was witchcraft and the occult. I ask you to bring these things to my mind, to my remembrance. I ask you to bring these things to my mind and to my remembrance. 
so I can know what what you don't want me to do anymore. So I can know what you don't want me to do anymore. I ask you to come live in my heart. I ask you to come live in my heart. And be my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. And be my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. Have you been in uh, sex without marriage? No, but when I was younger, I was into a lot of masturbation and pornography watching. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. For all of my sexual sins. For all of my sexual sins. And the sexual sins of my ancestors. And the sexual sins of my ancestors. I ask you to teach me. I ask you to teach me. How to live a pure. How to live a pure. Chaste. And holy life And holy life That pleases you That pleases you I give you my life I give you my life My love My love And my loyalty And my loyalty Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement with his prayer. Pray, Saint. We come into agreement with his prayer before your throne. And with the sword of the Spirit, we cut him free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chains, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and entrapment of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the cage and we set the captive free in the name of Jesus. We are God of the sun, Rikisa. Der Rikisa, the Brusha, the Riyasaha, Rukusa. Yer Rikisa, the Bro. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every sex and marine spirit in his life. We bind every spirit of lust. Every spirit of loneliness. Every spirit of curiosity. Riki de the Brusha, the Riya. All masturbation spirits. Sex spirits coming down the family line. Sex spirits transferred to him through association. Sex spirits transferred to him through the media. Every connection and every artifact connecting him to the sexual world. To the marine spirit world We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ We cut him free with the sword of the spirit We call for the fire of God To burn these spirits out of him In the name of Jesus Christ We bind the sex spirits in the mind In the name of Jesus We bind every sex devil That has penetrated his mind and his thought life In the name of Jesus Christ We command them to come up and out of him now All uncleanness All unrighteousness all loss of innocence, come out of him now. Take a deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Cough and keep coughing. Come on out of him. All of it. 
All perversions, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Incubus, succubus, you're bound in Jesus' name. Sex dreams, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every illegal sex act, you're bound in the name of Jesus. And the spirit behind it, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of it. Come out of it now. Lust of the eyes, as a voyeurism, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Pornography, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of it. Manipulation of the genitals, you're bound in Jesus' name. Sensations and feelings that are demons, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. Imagination. Sexual imagination, sexual dreams, wet dreams, you're bound. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. Nocturnal dimensions, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of them. Lusting after women, lusting after men, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. We close every door and every port to sexual influences in his life in Jesus' name. Illegal intent. You demons coming down the family line. Illegal intent. We bind every familiar spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every boy that he's trying to fill with sexual activity in the name of Jesus Christ. We fill that void with the blood of Jesus. Holy fire, holy fire of God. Isha, sex dreams, you're bound in Jesus' name. Water spirits appearing to him in his dreams. Sexual husbands, sexual wives, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of him. Come up and out of him. Come up and out of him. Other people's sex devils, astral projection to him, bound in the name of Jesus. Sexual material bound in Jesus' name. Memories of sexual activity bound in Jesus' name. With the blood of Jesus, we erase the screen of his mind and imagination. We command those demons to come out now in Jesus' name. Impurity, come out in Jesus' name. Violations of chastity come out now. Bound in Jesus' name. 
Keep going. <laughs> Very good. That's very good for the first time. You've done very good. It'll get stronger. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to get your King James Version of the Bible, and I want you to read the book of Acts. Are you writing it down? Okay. Yeah. I want you to read the book of Acts, and I want you to write down every time somebody uh, received their prayer language. Okay? Okay. All right, and call us back next week. We pray some more. Okay. All right, God bless okay. you. We love you. You're welcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, some people get discouraged because they think their prayer language is supposed to sound like somebody else is supposed to come out sounding like somebody, <laughs> like someone else. But that's not how it works. You start where you start, and then you go from there. Amen? So he has a very good start tonight, and the Lord will take him the rest of the way, and we'll continue to pray for him. Amen? <clears throat> Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning pro-abortion protesters outside the Supreme Court attacked four pro-life Christian activists who showed up to counter-protest. Priest for Life Director Brian Kemper, Reverend Patrick Mahoney of the Christian Defense Coalition, Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust Director A.J. Hurley and Right to Life East Texas founder Pastor Mark Lee Dixon walked together into the nearly 300-strong pro-abortion protest at about 8 p.m. The protest was on the left side of a set of barricades that took up most of the center of the Supreme Court ground. Unidentified protester hit Kemper. So you've got assault going on. The police came in after I was punched, he said. The person that punched me is no longer here. That I can see. To protect them, police surrounded the four pastors, forming a line between them and the pro-abortion protesters. The pro-abortion protesters alternated between chanting toward the men, mocking them, and telling each other to ignore them. Whose street? 
our streets, the protesters chanted. Ignore these, then they used a few nasty words, one protester said. After surrounding the police line for about 15 minutes, pro-abortion protesters started walking to the right side of the central barricade. They were trying to move away from the men. The pro-life men chose to follow. Still surrounded by police, they walked to the center until police refused to allow them to move any further, telling us we cannot go peacefully exercise our First Amendment rights, Mahoney said. Officers told the group that allowing them to approach the 300 pro-abortion protesters would put them in danger. For several tense minutes, the four men stood surrounded by police while several protesters aggressively yelled at them. You're instigating, one pro-abortion protester said. You walked into the middle of a peaceful protest, another said. The crowd chanted, you don't matter, at the four pro-life protesters. Several mocked the men. The crowd also blamed the police. You're instigating this, one pro-life protester said to the police. I have every right to stay here, one of the men said to the protesters. Someone in the crowd threw a small object at the four men. Then police ordered the four pro-life men to leave and move them away from the crowd. I've been in D.C. 30 years, and I've never seen anything like this in 30 years, Mahoney said. He said the police weren't allowing them to continue protesting outside the Supreme Court. They were telling us we couldn't go into this area and express our First Amendment rights, Mahoney said. For a moment, the four men discussed how to document the police action so they could file a lawsuit. We want to be over there to exercise our freedom of speech, our First Amendment rights. And the police are telling us that they cannot go where the others can go. And so they are treating us differently than they're treating those, Dixon said. Then the men circle back to approach the pro-abortion protest crowd from the right, still accompanied by a large group of police officers. The police formed a line between the crowd and the pro-life men. Then the four men asked to move through the police line. Why are they allowing pro-choice people to be there and not pro-life people to be there, Mahoney said. Police refused the men's request, citing concerns of violence if the men crossed the line. We're very confident that if we let you guys go in there, there's going to be violence, and we're not going to allow this for public safety, an officer told the men. Why can't we go, Mahoney asked. For their safety and your safety, an officer replied. Several pro-abortion protesters were on the side of the police line where the four men were. Suddenly, a female protester ran up and hit Dixon. Okay, we have assault again. His hat fell to the ground. Then the female protester ran a short distance away. Assault, assault, she attacked me, she hit my head, Dixon said. Police stood around the protester and took down her information. She cried and covered her face. Didn't stop her from hitting the man, now did it? Meanwhile, other officers asked Dixon if he wanted police 
to arrest her and press charges. Dixon said to police that he would offer the protester a deal. If she said why she attacked him and apologized, he would forgive her and not press charges. If she would apologize, if she would share with me why she did it, apologize, civil conversation like, I don't want to press charges, Dixon said. But if that situation doesn't happen, y'all are kind of forcing me into that box. At first, police resisted the offer. We're not forcing you into anything. It's your decision, one officer said. What I'm saying is we're not bringing her over here. Dixon kept debating with police to offer the protester a chance to apologize. The four men offered to stand six feet away while talking with the woman. I don't want to attract any more people, an officer said. We don't want any more physical violence. Then Dixon took matters into his own hands. He shouted to the protester, Ma'am, I would like to offer you forgiveness, but these officers are not letting me. I am willing to forgive you, but I need to talk to you, Dixon shouted over shrieks from the crowd. Police are preventing my freedom of speech and preventing my religious belief of wanting to talk to you and to try to reconcile the situation without pressing charges. Police told the female protester that Dixon said he wouldn't press charges if she would apologize. At first, the female protester told the police that she would not apologize. No, she said, but as officers told her to stand up, and prepared to arrest her, she said she had changed her mind. you got to be kidding. Wait, wait, can I change my mind, she said in a panicked tone. I would like to do that. Police brought the female pro-abortion protester close enough to talk with Dixon. The protester apologized. I apologize, she said. But when Dixon asked her why she had hit him, she refused to answer. She apologized. Are we done here, an officer said. So that's how that went. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning activist groups are instructing pro-choice protesters to go to the homes of the six extremist justices whom the recent Supreme Court leaks have indicated are in favor of overturning Roe versus Wade. The group Ruth sent us, named after the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, published a map purporting to show the streets in northern Virginia and Maryland on which the six different justices reside. The group is also challenging people to protest inside of churches, whether you're a Catholic for choice, ex-Catholic, of other or no faith. Recognize that six extremist Catholics set out to overturn Roe. Stand at or in a local Catholic church Sunday, May 8th. Now, this is on Mother's Day. Our 6 3 extremist Supreme Court routinely, rule, routinely issues rulings that hurt women, racial minorities, LGBTQ, and immigrant rights reads the group's website. We must rise up to force accountability using diversity of tactics. Other left-wing activist groups have also implored protesters 
to go to the dissenting justices' homes, including the notorious shutdown D.C., which following the spate of police involved in deaths involved deaths in 2020, published a map outing D.C.'s police stations, key government buildings, media outlets, and conservative nonprofits. We're going to hit the streets to confront the institutions and organizations that have been leading attacks on democracy through the 2020 election cycle, said the caption of shutdown D.C. targeting the homes of Trump campaign officials, Trump donors, Trump supporters, and media organizations that call the election before the vote count is finished. The news that the Supreme Court may overturn Roe v. Wade has sparked protests across the country, some leading to violence. Six, the six justices who indicated in the leaked preliminary opinion they would rule to overturn the decades-long decision are Chief Justice John Roberts, Justices Samuel Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, and Clarence Thomas. There you have it. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the President of the United States has made this statement that basically says he's not about to allow um, the uh, issue of abortion to go back to the voters. Well, the truth of the matter is it's already been to the voters in every state. And an overwhelming majority, over 90% of the states voted against abortion. It happened already. Well, they weren't satisfied with that, so they took it to the Supreme Court. Well, Lord, furthermore, he has made comments about uh, the Make America Great Again group. And he has said some things about them that are, one, untrue, and two, malicious. So in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over his words, their influence, their verbiage, and the spirit that were released when he said it. We bind them all in the name of Jesus Christ. We send those wicked demons back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. We forbid any more of that malicious verbiage to be released over the people of the world in Jesus' holy name. And we thank you for your adjudications regarding such. We appeal to the righteous judge, and we thank him for his adjudications in the name of Jesus. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Amazon. Yes, it's Amazon and their buddies. Announced Monday that it would cover up to $4,000 in travel expenses to employees seeking non-life-threatening medical treatments, including abortion, joining a growing list of corporations, plural, offering their employees abortion coverage. The policy, which went into effect in January, is retroactive, and it applies to treatment. They're going to call it a treatment now that is not available within 100 miles of the employee's home or if virtual care is not possible. Virtual care? 
Yes, they're going to prescribe medic. I put an FYI uh, where I always put them concerning this. They're going to uh, over um, the computer, you know, Zoom or whatever they use. They're going to diagnose the woman's pregnancy, and the treatment they're going to offer is they're going to write a prescription for three medications. And the point is for her to have a spontaneous abortion. They're going to try to use that as a method to get around happening now. Amen? Well, it's so. The devil is busy, but Jesus is busier. Abortion is included among the treatments Amazon has promised to reimburse alongside cardiology, cellular gene therapies. Remember that shot? That's what it is, a cellular gene therapy and substance abuse disorder services. The company also provides up up to $10,000 in annual travel reimbursement for life-threatening issues. Amazon described the company policy details in a message obtained by Reuters. The new plan is open to U.S. employees or covered dependents enrolled in Aetna or Primera Health Plan. The announcement of the new policy comes just as Amazon announced it would no longer offer paid leave to employees diagnosed with COVID-19 and instead offer five days of excused unpaid leave. National Right to Life Committee President told the Christian Post that she found Amazon's announcement that it will pay for employees' abortion-related travel expenses disappointing. I think it means there's a large company that would rather kill their employees' children than have to cover maternity expenses and maternity leave, she said. And, you know, moms can apparently be a financial drag on the corporation. At least that's what they seem to be saying. I look at this as a saving measure for the company, which really degrades motherhood. It totally ignores the humanity of the unborn child. She believes the corporation's announcement is a response to states that are enacting abortion restrictions and engaging in (coughs) pro-life efforts to protect unborn children. This may include states pulled to implement laws that will reduce or eliminate abortion if the Supreme Court ever struck down Roe versus Wade. The 1973 decision that legalized abortion world nationwide. Such states include Oklahoma and Alabama. The U.S. Supreme Court is also expected to rule in the coming months on Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization a decision that would alter the country's abortion law. All right, we've already covered this part before. I believe that the reason the Lord is having us to uh, pray about this again is because there's a growing number of companies. That When we did this the first time, there was a certain number. Well, that number has grown. And so the Lord presented this to me again because he's going to do some more adjudications. Amen. You may read the rest of that during your time. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning 
Fletcher Middle School parents were alerted to an inappropriate and obscene video shared with students through airdrop and text message. Parents told Action News Jack the video appeared to show two students having sex. It was very sad, and I was very upset for what happened, parent Carolina Belize said. I told my daughter she has to be careful with technology and with cell phones. In a call home to parents, Principal Joe McKenzie said, this is a very serious matter, and we are working with law enforcement on the investigation. We have already identified one of individual allegedly involved, and police continue to investigate. As police identify others responsible, I assure you that I will take appropriate disciplinary action at the school, and consequences may also include criminal charges. Jacksonville Beach Police said, Detectives have given out multiple juvenile citations as well. If <clears throat> if a student receives the video, they're asked to contact administrators or police. The president and CEO of Child Guidance Center said while the topic might be uncomfortable, it's best for parents to approach it with confidence. When we act like something is uncomfortable to us, Immediately, it immediately tells them, <clears throat> uh-oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that, she said. Give the idea that we're in this as partners and not a hierarchy. I'm here to protect you, but we're in this together. It makes it a lot easier. Experts recommend setting airdrop mode to contacts only and only accept content from people you know. Action News Jax's law and safety expert Dale Carson explained because teens were allegedly in the video, it could be considered child pornography. These are extraordinary charges if it involves underage individuals engaging in sexual behavior, he said. This is going to be something that's fully investigated. They'll use tracking on the Internet to determine who did what, when, and who filmed it. That person can be charged with child production, which is a 20-year offense. Principal McKenzie said, while I am disappointed by this event, it does provide an opportunity to ask for your support and talking to your children about the appropriate use of the technology available to them on their phones. Creating or sharing inappropriate content can have life-changing consequences. Duval County Public Schools and Jacksonville Beach Police could not release any additional information at this time. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Two Republican-led states have filed a lawsuit against President Joe Biden, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, I forget that lady's name, Dr. Anthony Fauci and other top administration officials for allegedly pressuring and colluding with social media giants with the aim of censoring and suppressing free speech. Missouri Attorney 
General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Louisiana on April 5th. They announced in separate statements on Thursday. The attorneys claimed that Biden and other government officials work with big tech companies like Meta, Twitter, and YouTube to censor conversation around matters relating to everything from COVID-19 and election integrity to the Hunter Biden laptop story, doing so under the guise of combating misinformation. Others named in the lawsuit include Surgeon General Murthy, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, and Executive Director of DHS's newly established Disinformation Governance Board. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the Department of Health and Human Services, and Director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency are also listed as defendants. In announcing the lawsuit on Thursday, Attorney Schmidt stressed the importance of freedom of speech, which he said is paramount to a healthy society, adding that discourse, debate, and discussion have been the cornerstone of our country since the founders codified that right in the Bill of Rights. Schmidt stated that Americans use social media platforms to discuss an array of topics, noting that those topics have most have more recently in light of the global COVID-19 pandemic, conversations regarding whether or not face coverings are effective in preventing the virus from spreading and whether the virus origins came from a lab leak in Wuhan, China. In direct contravention to the First Amendment and freedom of speech, the Biden administration has engaged in pernicious in a pernicious campaign to both pressure social media giants to censor and suppress speech and work directly with those platforms to achieve that censorship in a misguided and Orwellian campaign against misinformation, Schmidt said, referencing George Orwell's dystopian novel about a totalitarian state, 1984. The lawsuit filed on Thursday specifically accuses Biden and other government officials of working with big tech companies to remove truthful information related to the lab leak theory, the efficacy of masks, election integrity, and more, Schmidt said. It also accuses Biden and other officials of falsely attacking the Hunter Biden laptop story as disinformation along with tech giants like Twitter. The story, which was first published by the New York Post in October 2020, detailed the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop that was abandoned in a Delaware computer repair shop and which included compromising pictures and emails regarding allegedly corrupt foreign business deals. Twitter labeled the story as potentially harmful and locked the New York Post's main Twitter account while simultaneously blocking Twitter users publishing the link to the story. The New York Times and the Washington Post have since acknowledged the existence of Hunter Biden's laptop and emails. Big tech has become an extension of Biden's big government, and neither are protecting the freedoms of Americans. 
Rather, they are suppressing truth and demonizing those who think differently, said Attorney General Landry. Ripped from the playbook of Stalin and his imp, Biden has been colluding with big tech to censor free speech and propagandize the masses. We are fighting back to ensure the rule of law and prevent the government from unconstitutional banning, chilling, and stifling of speech. Amen. And so it is. This is the world we live in, and this is the world we have to deal with. No, we can't remake the world to suit ourselves, but we do have to deal with the situations at hand. Amen. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Amen. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing and extraordinary grace. You know that all of us have sinned in the past, and we don't want to do it anymore. So help us all to change the way you want, Father. Even as we gaze into your eyes, your eyes are red with wine. Thank you for kind of purifying our hearts by faith, faith in the blood covenant. We overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We don't love our lives, our natural lives, compared to the love that we have for the Creator God who set, get, gave us everything. Thank you for your perfect love, Father, here in His love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us, sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. You set Jesus forth, Father, whom God set forth. It was First John 4.10. And in Romans... 325, whom God set forth a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Thank you, Lord, we do change. And you're teaching us how to change by your spirit. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Jesus. You have power to lay down your life and power to take it up again. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being a partaker of the divine nature. We thank you, Father, for sending the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for reminding us of what Jesus has said and guiding us into all truth. Thank you, Jesus, for promising that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We do ask, Father, for the divine intervention, adjudication. Your arm's not too short to say, Father. He said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever, we're all whosoever's, whosoever, shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved, shall be so-so. It says saved in, in uh, Romans 10.13. It says saved, in Acts 2.21. And the word saved there is so-so in the Greek. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. So we set our love upon you, Lord. And he says in the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Thank you for a long, satisfied life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that he began a good work in each one of us is carrying it on to completion, Father. But God, but God, that's what we were hearing tonight from DVD and other saints. But God, because we can't do this, Lord. Pat Holiday said, we have no power against the devil apart from the Lord. But with the Lord, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 
And we thank you for that, Lord. But God, and it says, in Ephesians chapter 2, beginning at verse 4, but God, after we've done some terrible things, lust of flesh and all the nasty things that we've done, oh, most of us, I don't know, maybe some of us were born holy. I don't know if any are. I mean, I know who was it? John the Baptist had the Holy Ghost even in his mother's womb. But not, not many of us. I certainly wasn't privileged to have that. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. We thank you for your amazing love, Lord. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us, made us alive together with Christ, with the anointed one. By grace are you saved. Thank you for your blood, Lord Jesus. And hath raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Thank you for raising us up way, way, way up above all these things. It says your name is above every name, Lord Jesus. You're the Holy One and the Just. And we thank you for that name above all names. Not just in this world, but the world which is to come. And so we pray for those who despitefully use us, Father. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction for those in political office that can change and those in any positions of authority, even heads of household, Lord. Some people don't know they're heads of household. And we bind every one of those spirits of Ahab and Jezebel. We bind every spirit of disorder in the home, every spirit behind dyslexia, which I repent, Father, having entertained generational spirits behind dyslexia, where the, 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 the wife wears... The, the pants and, and the, the husband is the Mr. Milk Toast. We bind every one of those spirits of disorder and ungodly order in the home and all the root causes of the sexual perversion and people looking for love in the wrong places. People that don't have parents that have been able to show them love from... Some people know their moms love them, but a lot of people have a struggle knowing their dads love them, their natural dads. And we thank you, Father God, for natural dads, but we thank you for our Heavenly Father. We thank you that you love us so extraordinarily that even if each and every one of us was the only human being that you ever created by your word, by the Lord Jesus, you would have still sent your Son to believe and die on Calvary for us. For Christ hath redeemed us, purchased us back. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. What is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Thank you, Jesus, for hanging on that tree for me and my house, and each member of the body of Christ, each member of the house, is a lamb for house. And Exodus 12, saying, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. And you said, Father, in Exodus 12, 13, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. Plead, sprinkle, and apply the blood of Jesus, not only over our lips and over every access to each one of us electronically, every physical door or window, every, around about the perimeter of every property, all the Lord's put into every one of our hands individually and all of our family members in Jesus' name, but it's written a lamb for our house. We thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers because of that blood was sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Jesus hanging on the cross said, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. Father, you're able to get through to Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. He saw the light brighter than the noonday sun. I was a Christian for well over 25 years, and I didn't really see the light till later, Father, in the Scripture, that is. I had some change. There were changes. The pornography went away, and I thank you for that, Father. You sent the Holy Ghost to bring conviction in certain areas, and then other areas came later. We thank you, Lord. It's like peeling an onion. Day by day, more and more, as we read your word, hear your word, because faith does come by hearing, and hearing by the word. <clears throat> Whether we're hearing First uh, Peter 2.24, for the, the remission of sins that are past. No more sins. Bye-bye sins. Bye-bye selfishness. Bye-bye idolatry. Bye-bye ungodly fear. <clears throat> as you have a holy, 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 holy fear of you, Lord. We only have to have one person to fear, the Creator God who loves us. He just wants us to all to change. He wants me to change, and I'm still changing. 
He's been working on me. So excuse the sawdust, the Jewish carpenters working on this vessel, and the potters working on me, like some of the saints said in the chat room tonight. He's the potter, we're the clay, and he knows how to change all of us, Lord. <clears throat> so that those of us that were quick to snap with our tongue <clears throat> and forgot to put a fuse on the, the place between the heart and the lips, <clears throat> oh, Lord, help us all to keep that fuse, cut a long burning fuse. <laughs> a long burning fuse. Yes, there's, there's, a, there's a righteous indignation. Jesus did overturn the tables of the money changers. He said his house is a house of prayer. So we're your house, Lord, and we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. When we feel like it and when we don't feel like it. So we come boldly before your throne of grace, Father, because Jesus has all power in heaven and earth. And we pray for those, Father God. Even as, as Pat Holiday loved the scriptures in Ephesians, especially Ephesians chapter 1. We pray to you, Father, Ephesians 1, 17. Those in authority, those in the... In, in positions of authority, Father God, in the media and in the, in the corporations, Father God, and those that are making these decisions, not just to Google, not just to Twitter, all these different organizations, that you send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, and not just the higher-ups, even those that are implementing their decisions, Father. Say, so, well, wait a minute, this isn't really right. We're supposed to be um, able to have the First Amendment and be able to communicate. Hmm. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto all of us and all those who have interceded for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the knowledge of the word of God come in the flesh of the Lord Jesus. <coughs> yes, for every man, all of us, Lord. That the eyes of our understanding give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and me and understanding hearts, Lord, and all the family members of every believer as well. Those that are railing against the saints, Father God. And I didn't used to be a saint, so Father God, they said, who, how did he change? that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that all of you may know, all of our neighbors may know too, was the hope of your calling, Lord. <laughs> what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who are to believe according to the working of his mighty power? That's why we take the cup of salvation Here is his word. <clears throat> we want to know what the Lord thinks about the situation, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Thank you, Father, for raising Christ Jesus from the dead. And because he lives, we shall also live. We thank you, Lord. We don't have a spirit of fear of death because we've already died, and he died with Christ. That's what baptism's all about, right? <coughs> Water baptism, that is. <coughs> Help me, Father. Deliver me and all of us in Jesus' name. I call upon the name of the Lord to be delivered. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and sat on his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power. Not just Biden administration, not just Macron, and not just all the difference from the WEF and the WHO and all these different international groups and the UN and all these things far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world ah but also in that which is to come there's going to be another world to come uh-huh but that which is to come and it put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church who's the head of the church the pope archbishop of canterbury some druid somewhere no Who's the head of the church? Your local Catholic priest? No. Who's the head of the church? The Lord Jesus Christ, which is the church, is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And as Dr. Sabrina pointed out very appropriately from that scripture in Acts 9, Jesus says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He does take it very, very personally. Whatever you do to the least of these, you've done unto me. So, Lord, help me, Lord. Help us all, Lord, set a watch before our mouths and keep the door of our lips continually. 
Help us to let no corrupt communication proceed out of our mouths, but only that which is good to use of edifying minister grace unto the ears. And I thank you, Father God, for some of the saints that have gone on before, like uh, Henry, who's gone on to be with the Lord shortly after Pat did, Father, a great saint in the Lord, just like Pat Holiday. And he said, the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, patient, in meekness, instructing those that, what? Oppose themselves. That God peradventure, if God peradventure will give them repentance to acknowledging the truth, they may recover themselves from the snare of the devil. Father, I didn't know I was taken captive by the devil, even as a baby Christian father God, and even as a teenage Christian father God. But from glory to glory, yes, I desire the sincere milk of the word, and I go on from the sincere milk of the word to the bread of life, and I go on from the bread of life to the strong meat of the word. Strong meat belongs to them, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Thank you for giving us the gifts of discernment by your Holy Spirit, Father. Thank you for not leaving us as orphans, Father. Anoint each of us to communicate to those you put across our paths what you want. Help each of us to be where you want, sharing the good news or whatever you want us to share under the unction of your Spirit. Like apples of gold and pictures of silver, Sabrina pointed out, Pastor Sabrina. And I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for the anointing on Pastor Sabrina and Brother Bill on, on your pastors, Father God. We thank you for keeping them and delivering them and giving your angels charge over all of your saints, not just the pastors, Father God, all those that have given their hearts to you, Lord Jesus, because that's what you're looking for. You don't need a, yes, it, the church needs to be financed, and that's nothing wrong with that. But he wants, first and foremost, our hearts. But seek ye First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things everyone's looking for. All these things will be added unto us. I mean, I have to really seek Jesus first. And whose righteousness? Isn't it my self-righteousness? Oh, no, we just heard about that. That doesn't help us. He gives us his righteousness. He's the holy one and the just, like it says in Acts 3.14. No, the Pope isn't holy. He's just a fallen human being like me who needs God's grace desperately. And those that have bowed the knees to worship Lucifer need the hope that only comes through the blood of Jesus because he shed his blood for every human being. Father, if you can save any of those that have bowed their knees, if you've got a hold of Khrushchev, Father God, and he was desperate to bring in communism, but he had a little background of being in the, in the church, in the Russian Orthodox Church in the past, and he came to Jesus. And I know this, whoever this guy is that's supposed to be the head of Russia, I don't know what his situation is. We pray for all those in authority, those in every country, Father God, Every nation, Father God, and every uh, military alliance, and those generals, and those in positions of authority, you send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction and lead them in the way you want them to go. Some people in the military know about the power of Psalm 91 and command their troops to recite it out loud because they've given their hearts to Jesus. And they know, Father, you hasten your word to perform it. Your word is forever settled in heaven. Father, we ask you to expose everything that needs to be exposed in your way and in your time not just concerning all this stuff from the so-called Biden family, whatever, misinformation and all that noun stuff that they tried to pretend wasn't there, but it came out and it kept coming up because you told us to keep praying these, Father. And it says in Matthew 10, 26, Jesus speaking, Fear them not, therefore. We don't have to fear the, the people that bow their knees to Lucifer. Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. We thank you for bringing it to light, Father God, in your way. And in your time, Father, in Jesus' name, in your way and in your time, Father God, even as you remind us and confirm in Luke 8:17, Jesus says, for, the, for, the, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. 
he reminds us all in the next verse, take heed how you hear. Whosoever hath to him shall be given. Whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that which he seemeth to have. Help us all to hide your word in our hearts, Father. Even as Pat Holiday said, a lot of people knew they were getting closer to when Jesus was coming back, even some decades ago, and we're still closer to now than when we were when we first believed. And a lot of people know that if we're perhaps detained against our will in some area, Father God, we need to have Jesus bubbling out of our heart, the Word of God. Yes, we have to have His His character, but we have to have His Word because the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. We keep on the armor of God. We don't take it off. We keep on the breastplate of righteousness because of the blood of Jesus. We keep on the belt of truth. That's all. We don't lie. We tell the truth. And if we can't say something because it's going to be harmful to someone, we just zip the lip or whatever, however you want us to do it, Lord, but we don't lie. We So we keep on the belt of truth. We keep on that helmet of salvation that protects our minds and our hearts, Father God, in Jesus' name, because we know we can't do it. If any man thinks he knows anything, knows nothing yet as he ought to know, but, Lord, you didn't leave us as orphans. So we thank you for the spirit of adoption that you teach us just as you taught Jesus, because Jesus said he only did the things he saw you do, Father. So help us to keep looking to Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the divine intervention all these situations, including the Orwellian dystopian nonsense that's trying to be portrayed as normal, including the perversion trying to be released on the children to reflect